The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Hey, we're back. I'm not dead. And we're ready for another Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. I'm back. I'm I'm chipper and fresh and got my good buddy, Pastor Randy here, the Master Pastor. We're going to talk about your priorities in Jesus. Let's do it. Have you missed me? All seven podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That probably saw me at church anyway. It's okay. There's a couple of you that listen that don't go to our church. So I'm sure you're like, I hope Ben's okay. I, I realized, Randy, as I was ending the last episode, wrapping up our summer in the Psalms, I said, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to have a little sabbatical, a little, little Sabbath week. And uh, and then I just kind of, that week turned into about 10, <laughs> 10 or 11 days. Uh, but uh, I'm back and I'm feeling good. I'm glad you're here to uh, to chat with us today. You've been doing okay, man. That background music is amazing. You just it makes you Can feel I have that as my intro music on you Sundays. Should. I'll I'll have it on on a cue. So whenever you walk in, you just kind of <laughs> will have some sparkler sprays and stuff like that. Man, it makes me feel like all professional. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you need anything from me, uh, whether it's before and in other and other parts of the podcast, we have questions or. If you have questions about what we're talking about today, I'd just like to make sure that you remember abenben.com. Uh, I know some of you listen on Spotify, Apple, and stuff like that, but you can always leave a prank call, I mean, a uh, regular voicemail. Uh, do you know you can do that on on, on amenben.com? We use Anchor, which is the service that distributes my podcast, and right. uh, you can actually like call in with your phone or your computer and get on... Don't have to use your phone, but use the internet and like record a voicemail. That's awesome. And then I can like drag it and drop it in and and listen. Nobody, nobody ever does it though. That's also so, dangerous. That's I was gonna say. That's really. I need to make sure I vet these thoroughly. Because <laughs> some how, of the guys from Chatham Central would really <laughs> abuse that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, that's uh, or Pastor Ben at lovesiler.com if you want to shoot us an email. Uh, we started a, a new kind of mini series here called the Soul Rest Remix. I did a. a series last year randy mm. i'm sure you remember it absolutely to, to every point yeah uh you were quoting it back to me the yes. other day uh called soul rest i but, believe i got saved during that series y- y- i hope so <laughs> i was we were working on you right um but you part of that though i mean i read some books and, and got led to some scriptures there that really but i know you and i had been talking about that a lot in the last yes. year or two in fact coming into that series i remember you had taken sort of a, a the sabbatical yes and, and you wanted to make sure your priorities were straight. Right. And I don't think that there was a, there was a huge shift for you in your life, but it, it all had to do with the same kind of list of priorities that you made in your life that you realized you, you wanted to make sure every decision you made came out of that list, right? Well, one of the things that I've found is that life has a tendency to distract. And yeah. life has yeah. a tendency to be a series of little compromises here and there uh-huh. and uh-huh. that over time at least for me i don't maybe your listeners are much more spiritual than i am but at least for me over time my priority list had gotten a little fuzzy yeah had gotten a little gray wasn't just black and white it was suggestions instead of requirements uh-huh. as we uh-huh. often do uh-huh. with the word uh-huh. of god and and so i just needed to take some time i don't know what you did when you took some time i just needed to take some time to, to be reminded 
that every day I wake up and I have certain things that God requires me to do, wants me to do. I mean, there's verses out there like Micah 6, 8, that, where he talks about certain things that he expects out of his people all the time. And I think yeah. I agree with you that it all goes back to priority list. Yeah, because if you have that, it's sort of the, uh, this is kind of a, a, a weird Portland-y way of saying this, but because the, the, I, I read a book from a guy, out, a pastor out in Portland that said uh, it's the trellis that the vine, that your life your vines grow on. Wow. Right. Isn't that spiritual? I don't know if I want to think about my vines on a trellis. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Yes. I don't know if I need to hear about that. Um, but no, it's, it's, you're right. It's, it's the foundation. Well, to me, it helps you because 80%, we've said this before, 80% of the things that we're supposed to do in life are not specifically mentioned in scripture. Right. You know, there, yeah. there's no, hey, you take this job here, you buy this house there, you marry this woman here, right. you have this kid then. Mm-hmm. They're not. And so what our priority do, list does is it allows us to hold our decision-making process to Scripture yeah. and to make sure yeah. that the decisions that we are making are not uh, things that we're just doing by reactions. Right. It keeps us from being a reactionary person to being a more of a proactive person. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that a lot of people don't realize that those small decisions really do. It's like, if you don't, if you, if you're not resolved to have a good priority list before, uh, you're just not going to naturally land on a good out outcome that, you know, that you're not going to produce good fruit if, if you're not, you know, if that trellis is, if you will, is not, uh, well, most of our listeners, I don't, I don't think that it's going to be the big sins that take them out. Yeah, I don't think most yeah, of our listeners are yeah, going to, yeah. are going to wake up or are going to go to bed tonight <sighs> in a bed that doesn't include their spouse right, or with somebody else, they're, or they're not going to enter into some type of major sin. But what ends up happening is you make little decisions here and there. And the next thing you know, six months from now, you're in a place that you never recognize. And it yeah. all goes back to rather than your priority list being black and white, or these are my known knowns. These are the, the foundation yeah. of my life. Uh, we compromise here. We tweak there. We, uh, we coddle there. Yeah. And next thing we know, we end up becoming a person that we never expected to be. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and you don't even realize it's like a, the water, the frog in the boiling water. Exactly. And I think one of the things that I, I God's laid upon my heart when you you know called me and texted me and said, Hey, let's talk about this. Is I think that most Christians have a biblical priority list. Let's, I mean, do we need to remind them God? I think we should, yeah. Okay. All right, so so make the priority list here. If you want the bullet points, one one through whatever, how how do you lay out a biblical uh priority list? And again, just understand that if I say something on a list that that doesn't apply to you, then you skip to the next thing. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. But a biblical priority list, based upon my understanding of Scripture, it's God. Right. God. Right. That's, <laughs> long, a long pause, right? a long way. As Francis Chan says, there's God and then there's everything else. Right. Like so that's, yeah. I'm not going to take it as far close. as him. He says that there's no other priority. <laughs> okay. But there's God. Right. Right. And then there's your spouse. Mm-hmm. And then there's your kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Then there's your job. Your calling, whatever God's yeah. called you to do, whether yeah. it be a student, as yeah. a, our teenagers are understanding right now, or whether it be uh, a, a barista at Starbucks, your job, yeah. your church, mm-hmm. your friends, yourself. Mm. That's your priority list. Now, here's what I think our listeners have a tendency to do, though. 
they believe that and they understand. By the way, I could walk up to an atheist right now and say, hey, do you think this is a productive priority list? And they're like, absolutely, yes. Nobody's going to argue with that. Yeah. They may quibble with, well, do children come before spouse or spouse? But yeah. once you help them to understand that there's the only way to have great children is to have a solid foundation so, with yeah. your spouse, yeah. then then they get that. I mean, again, yeah. I've had to, for whatever reason, I've been blessed to have conversations with atheists for you know at, at least once or twice a month. But what happens is, and I think this is one of the reasons why God called you to call me to be here at the podcast, is that most Christians I know, they wake up and they're looking for reasons to compromise. Uh, yeah, I know uh, I'm supposed to read my Bible this morning, mm, mm-hmm. but I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm supposed to pray this morning, but I don't feel good. Yeah. I know that I'm supposed to love my wife, love my husband, but my kids are sick. They're yeah. constantly looking for a reason to compromise on their priorities. Yeah. And here's the thing. If your flesh or the evil one knows that you're willing to compromise, then they're going to constantly give you reasons to compromise. Yeah. And so while that's why we Christians are known for being hypocrites. Because we will say, my priority list is God. My priority list is my, sp- my family. My priority list is my work, my church, my friends. Yeah. But we don't live that way. Why? Because we're constantly open mm-hmm. to suggestions to compromise on what we know is true. Yeah. I, I, I use the, all the time, what God used to teach me was I knew that I was supposed to eat well. I knew. That Come I was, on now, preacher. You're meddling I, with I know, your boy know, right here. But I knew that I was supposed yeah. to eat well. Yeah. Right? But I was always willing to compromise. Yes, my wife would have salad week. Right, I don't know if Jenna's ever done Woo, that. Salad week. Salad weeks. By the way, my wife's salad's good. They got bacon and chicken. I was going to say, ham. I've learned in my thirties to appreciate a good, a good oh, salad. Woo, a good salad woo. is strong, right? Okay? But all it would take during salad week was for a commercial for Domino's Pizza to come on. <laughs> And my wife's like, nah, nah, we're good. Well, let's go. Let's order a pizza, right? Or, or, hey, you know, you get to the restaurant, you're like, I'm going to do well. I'm going to honor God with my eating. Yeah. And then your friend's like, you want to try some? And if you're open to compromise, which most people are, right, then your priority is worthless and meaningless because of your willingness to compromise and accommodate. Mm. And so one of the things that I'm constantly asking God to kill within me is my accommodating, compromising flesh. I'm constantly, because yeah. used There's to. always a good excuse. Now, I don't even want to say this, but God's telling me I have to. I woke up about three years ago, two years ago, and realized that I only read my Bible as a pastor uh-huh. five days a week. Mm-hmm. Five days a week. All day, all, all right. Because... Sundays, well, I'm preaching. I'm in the Bible all day. We're we're in the Word. The church is the Word. Don't let me get spiritual here. (laughs) And so I wouldn't read my Bible on Sundays. I'm just too tired. I just I'm in the Word all day. Why don't you know? Right. And then some days during the week, something would come up. I would, you know, the kids would be sick all night. I I would, I'd wait. And so God's like, you know what? You're full of crap. So this is what you got to do before you can do anything. Say you have a six o'clock appointment with Ben Sucks, six a.m. Then you've got to get up at 5 a.m. and mm-hmm. read your word because my hand will not be on you. My blessings will not be on you. My peace will not be on you mm. until you get rid of that reason to compromise. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so now it's it's crazy. I haven't so missed just, a Bible reading in two years. Wow. There's not been a day that. Why? Right. Well, when you're getting up at 5, <laughs> 5 a.m., yeah. what's, 
what's going to compete compete there? Right. What? Can, right. How can I compromise? Well, it? and that's that's one of the things that when you're because again, this is we're looking at this all under the auspice or the umbrella of uh, finding rest and leaving you know leaving the sermon Sunday was leave room for Jesus and what right. and what you're essentially doing with that is you are making sure that that it's first things first like you're right. leaving room for Jesus at the beginning of your day so that. And I, I know I get don't make a law where there is none right we oh, don't no, right? No, we don't no, want to be no, legalist about no, that no, no, if no. you can't read your Bible till later on the that day, was my rhema. That right, was, right right so again because there's times in the Bible where it says you read the you know you read the Bible at night I read the Bible at lunch I read yeah. so don't give me wrong but for me yeah to get rid of my ex, my excuse to compromise right right I had to do it first thing in the morning so that was that was my personal th- that thing but again the principle is sound though yeah you know by the way. I think the number one thing that Christians compromise on is not the Bible. I think the number one thing Christians compromise is not prayer. The number one thing that Christians compromise on is rest. Ooh. Every Ooh. time I talk to somebody about having a Sabbath Ooh. rest. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Monday, you know me. Monday's yeah. my Sabbath. Right? Yeah. I, the deacons used to say in Bear Creek, don't die on a Monday because the preacher's not available. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because I was serious about yeah. my Sabbath. But the number one thing that Christians compromise on is rest. well I, i'll rest tomorrow uh, or i'll rest tomorrow uh, i'll rest tomorrow and next thing you know it's been 16 days and you haven't had a restful day and by the way then everything else is effective you're not loving your wife you're not loving your kids you're, you don't have the energy to do what you're supposed to do right you don't have yeah. the energy to get up at 5 a.m to yeah. read your bible if you right. don't if you don't rest right and so again uh, i'm so glad that you're doing this series because we need to stop allowing ourselves the excuse yeah. not to obey God when it came to rest. It's one yeah. of his big 10. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, and to me and everybody's like, well, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to, I've, I've actually heard people say, and it's so frustrating because they're getting all this other Bible. Right. But then they're like, well, that's an old Testament thing. That's a, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to like, well, one, Jesus was practicing it. So yeah, right. we, he, he, he amends that one, but it's also meant it's a good it's a good thing but we have distorted and that's that's exactly why i am felt led because i'm like man i know i just did a series like this last year but i felt it creeping up on me mm-hmm. and i needed and i think i'm not the only one in fact I, right. again I'm, it's more confirmation that more christians need to pay attention to this because uh we we end up not giving god the faith Mm-hmm. Well, why? Well, it's like Chick Fil A. You know, we talked about how Chick Fil A before makes right. as much money in six days right. as others do in seven days, and they and they refuse to open on a Sunday. Right. So, well, I just I think it is a concerted effort of this world, our flesh, uh, the devil, because he knows how vulnerable we get when we're tired. Yeah, we are th- yeah. that everything suffers. And that's what I saw with you. And that's why I'm so glad that you took time away. Yeah. It's because you are slowly sinking into the abyss. You are. Yeah. Falling. And, and my concern for you is that that's where burnout occurs. Uh-huh. That's when a man wakes up one day and says, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to be a DJ for the rest of my life. Yeah. Forget this church stuff. Or right. let me go, let me go work for something else that can sort of like the church. Right. Doesn't have I'm, the same burdens as a pastor, but it doesn't build the kingdom. Yeah. So I listen, and you're absolutely right. What I have found is that whatever I'm dealing with as a pastor, my sheep are following. Uh 
They're following uh-huh. me good or bad. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And if they see me burning the candle at both ends, they see me not having any restful time. By yeah. the way, how do how do they know when I'm resting when I when they call and I don't answer? Yeah. And they say, Well, why didn't you answer? Because I'm resting. Yeah. Because you don't want me on a Monday. No. <laughs> you don't want I am so exhausted yeah. by everything that's gone on that weekend. You don't want me. That's right. And that's and right. then then they're going, Well, if Randy's resting. Why would I? Why would I? Should I? Be. Yeah, yeah. Why would I? So. Yeah. Well, and so so let's talk about then um, the how to apply this priority list because I I can see and I've I've actually heard and had discussions with people trying to sort of twist this priority list to make it suit something that's because that can get a little vague right. to talk about because I, I do agree God needs to be first but that doesn't mean like for instance. Um, I had a, for a long time, or there's probably multiple pastors that have said, uh, and then you wonder why they end up the way they do that, you know, that, that God, their calling as a pastor means that they would, you know, uh, take every call that came in, right. That every, every time the church person would call and need somebody to go visit or go do this or have this problem that they would leave their wife and their kids hanging because they were called to be pastor and I, I told one guy one time i said if he's called you to do that he has not called you to be married right and have kids right because they have it right right <laughs> wait what if you have if you're going to consist on being that way then right. the catholics have it right oh yeah, pri- yeah exactly where the priest doesn't have a wife and doesn't have family again at least publicly pu- <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast Sorry. that's a whole nother podcast but you've got because god you're calling uh if you're a father a mother uh, if you're a spouse, you know, it's Apostle Paul said it like, yes, it, you could do more for the kingdom right. if you weren't married. If you need to get married so you don't go throwing it all around town, that's my translation of it, uh, then go ahead and do it. That's good. Your family's a good thing. God is in that. Right. But but you are go- that just that inference is you're going to that's going to take up time and priority over even God's calling to your life. Right. Um, well, it, it all goes back to me. If I had to say it, then it's it's all we only have one priority. And that's right. Good. Right. Everything else is one A, one B, one C, one yeah. D. Because all that all that priority list comes from obeying God. Right. I would not. Yeah. I would not put my kids as, as high a priority as they would if it wasn't for God, because they are <laughs> annoying as you know what. Right. And right. I definitely wouldn't put my wife as high as they are as she is because. Uh, I frustrate her and she frustrates me, but sure. because God is one yeah. and everything else is one, A, B, C, D, E, F, uh-huh. uh, same way with church. I would have left freedom family church Liberty long time ago. If God, if it, if they weren't you know, what one, one D one D. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. God's like, no, I'm not letting you go. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to decide that that's not your call. That's not your choice. And so that, if you understand that it's one, a one B one C one D one E, then that also keeps you from doing like I did with my first marriage and using my wife, yeah. who was my top human priority, yeah. as an excuse to sin. Yeah. We do the same thing with our kids. If we yeah. make sure our kids are uh-huh. 1B, uh-huh. right, then we don't allow our kids to be an excuse for us to sin. And I think that's how you how you look at and how you practically apply this priority list to your life right. is if something has to go, if something's going to conflict with the other, right. then the top prior the higher priority shouldn't should always win. Right. If if it's going to cause you to sin against the other, you know, or if it's going to cause you to 
sin at all. Because again, if you're sinning at all, well, then now you're violating your top priority of God. Right. Well, like I had a mother come to me not too long ago and say, hey, Randy, I'm sorry. You've taught me this and I've known this, but I haven't been doing it. She was allowing her kid to be more important than her husband. Mm. And and I get it. She had the kid first and then she yeah. had the husband. But I told her before she got married, if he's the one for you, if he's the husband that God's called you to be with, then he immediately povaults. He immediately mm-hmm. goes ahead of your kid. And if you have to choose right. between making your kid happy and making your husband happy, you go with your husband, unless your husband's asking you to do something illegal, immoral, or wrong. Right. And she just came to me. She said, you know what? You're right. My, my house was in chaos. My home was I was miserable. My family mm-hmm. was miserable because mm-hmm. I got my priority list off. And I think that's one of the things that we need to make sure our listeners understand is that why are we stressing this priority list so much? Because when it's not right, nothing's right. Yeah. yeah. There is no peace. There is no rest. There is no joy. Yeah. There, and, and right. If your priority list is off, you will yeah. not be able to rest on a Sunday. You will not yeah. be able to rest on a Monday because you're too busy putting out fires. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, and so again, this is, I know we're talking as two pastors who have, you know, again, our, our calling as pastors, but again, our calling as pastors is our job. Right. And so our calling is, we, we're, God has called us to pastor our wives and our mm-hmm. children right. first. Right. And, and so, and then again, church, this is where it got some people like weird. It's like, wait a minute. So my job is not, my job is more important than my church it is a higher priority it's yeah. a higher priority that doesn't now that doesn't mean though here's what because i know how people's minds go that doesn't mean that you work every sunday no because then because god has called you to sabbath and rest god has called you to be a part of a a biblical church and assembly and an assembly don't forsake the, the assembling of yourselves right. together hebrews 10 and so if you choose your work you are not, it's not that you're choosing your work over your church. You're choosing your work over God. Right. Anytime the one A, B, C, D, E, or F causes you to violate scripture. Yeah. Then it stops being a priority and, an, and it becomes an idol. Oof. Yeah. And you have then, no other idols before God. Right. And so then we, yeah. the one is work. The one yeah. is kids. The yeah. one is, and then we have A, B, C, D. You're yeah. going to have a one. Yeah. We're saying, hey, let it be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible, not the God yeah. of your imagination, but the God of the Bible. You're going to have yeah. a one. Yeah. We choose what that one is. And if you choose that one, but understand, that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about in Liberty Sunday, but go to Siler City, of course. <laughs> but one of the things we're going to be talking about in Liberty Sunday is the fact that if it is one, yeah. then there's certain requirements come with it, and we're yeah. back to rest. Yeah. Again, I don't know why he made rest so important, but we've even had doctors, you and I have talked about it before, that say the body was designed to rest every seven days. And when when we mean by rest, what do we mean by that? Cease from your normal yeah. labors. Well, yeah. guess what? Mowing grass is not some of Ben's normal labors. Nope. So it's okay for Ben to cut grass on Sunday. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's not his normal labor. In fact, mm-hmm. cutting grass may actually give him relaxation it's, it's it whatever may, yeah that's, it may shut his brain down for a little bit because he doesn't have to think about it right yeah right? so what yeah. so what is rest ceasing from your normal labor and if you make god one the god of the bible yeah. Yeah. it goes all the way back to the beginning because when he created the heavens and the earth what did he do on the seventh day he rested he rested he rested and so you have but the, the big thing is you have to choose choose you whom choose you this day Choose whom whom you <laughs> choose this day whom you will serve. But it's for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There you go. You have to make that decision 
um, and and put that priority list where where you need to. So you do that, you'll find rest. Yes. So Randy, Peace. thanks for uh, helping me break that down today. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll uh, just so you know, I don't know if I mentioned this at the top, but uh, we're we're going to a weekly podcast format. Uh, so we'll be dropping these about Wednesday or Thursday every week, a little bit longer of a podcast, so you can get more. You know, you can just just eat it up, all the good stuff. So, Randy, we'll have you back soon. Uh, go rest or something. Amen. Actually, no, it's not Monday, so you don't nope. get to rest. No. Uh, AmenBed.com, PastorBed at LoveSiler.com. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you soon.